Build It Coach, Quick Tips, Episode 28, Edward the Estimator, A Disaster, Change Orders. Let's go. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Build a Coach. I help you, the homeowner, the property owner, manage the chaos of a renovation or remodeling project so that you don't lose money, experience a mental breakdown, or become victim to a failed project. The Build It Coach is specifically designed to empower the non-construction professional. I'm your host, Dale R. Scriven, project management and design build professional. Again, reminder, this project, or I should say this podcast, is about the guts, the nitty gritty, the behind the scenes of what it takes to run your project. It's about the stuff that you don't see on your popular channels like HGTV or DIY channel, okay? It's the stuff that you don't see, and I'm giving you my project management experience from over the years to fill in that gap so that you don't get ripped off by contractors and they you know, run off with all your hard-deserved money. Now, again, if you're looking to hire a great contractor, visit buildacoach.com forward slash hire. It is absolutely a fantastic resource that provides you the blueprint on not how to hire a good contractor, but a great contractor. All right. Again, today, welcome to the Quick Tip Series. And this is a series, I should say a mini series, a continuation of the mini mini series about change order Charlie's buddies. Again, I advise that you start with the episode that talks about change order Charlie. That sets the foundation, okay? And today we're going to focus on two more of Change Order Charlie's buddies that work in tandem. Edward the Estimator and Disaster Dave. That's what I've coined them. Edward the Estimator and Disaster Dave. We've already talked about Proposal Pete and not in quote Quincy. All right? Again, if you haven't, Visit those episodes. Very informative. All right. Trying to have a little fun, but very informative at the same time. So now baseline. I want to set this baseline again. Why this is very important. Contractors are running a business. All right. And there are only two ways for contractors to actually run a more profitable business. All right. I know I stumbled over that profitable business. All right. They can get more contractor, um, more customers, I should say. They can get more customers and that will lead to more profits. Again, they need a crew and they need to be able to um, win these projects in order to land these projects and make a profit. But one of their key tactics that they use, strategies and tactics in combination is to get more money out of their existing customers. That seems to be a very that's that's an easier path for a contractor to become more profitable, wring out more profit out of their existing customers. I think that makes sense to everybody. Okay, so now we're going to talk again today about change orders and change order Charlie. All right. So this is where, again, where change order Charlie, triple C, as we call it, comes in with his buddies. All right. So, again, if you hear change orders. Think extra money. Change order always means, I shouldn't say always, but most of the time it means extra money out of your pocket. All right. Now, again, Edward the Estimator and Disaster Disaster Dave, they work together. All right. They work together. And many of these 
characters that we'll talk about that are real characters. I know we're having some fun, but these are real people that could possibly be in your kitchen, bathroom, renovation, house flip, backyard, patio design, um, what have you, extension in your home. These are real people that could actually show up on your job site. All right. Now, again, Edward, the estimator and disaster, Dave, they work together. They're like the constellations in the skies, right? It's like a hidden force. For instance, the moon has a hidden force on the earth. It's gravitational pull has an effect on our tides. And the, the, the gravitational pull of the earth keeps the moon in orbit around the earth. So there's like this hidden force, right? Not necessarily visible to the eye, but they do work together. All right. Now let's talk about Edward, the estimator. He is, he is the guy, he or she for that fact, but we'll call him a he in this particular episode. Edward, the estimator is the guy that comes to your home and reviews the project scope of work, right? You have a scope of work and you're calling out for somebody to get an estimate. All right. The work, the, the, the scope of the work is the work to be done. Um, and what they do is obvious, right? They provide an estimate. It's in their name, Edward, the estimate, e- estimator. They provide an estimate for your project, and hopefully you're getting at least three estimates before choosing a contractor. You ask Edward, the estimator, is everything covered in his or her estimate that they're going to provide? And you know what? Edward, the estimator, provides reassurance. Stern. Yes, it's included. This is a solid estimate. We can do the job. But there's one glaring fault with Edward, the estimator. Edward, the estimator, is always rosy-eyed. They're always optimistic, all right? Full of wishful thinking. They can always do the job. That's one of the keys with Edward, the estimator. It can be done. They don't see any problems at all, all right? No problem. This is easy. We can do this, all right? But this is the thing. Now, this is an account that I've run across many a time, many times. Edward, the estimator, neglects to take into account the age of the home, the climate location, um, i.e. if you're near a beach property, um, there's certain things that the, the air does to certain um, properties that, um, or I should say materials, um, that make things degrade sooner than later. Um, Edward, the estimator, didn't really do a, a, an investigation on prior damage and overall, um, using overall common sense when completing the estimate, the common things that they that he or she normally sees. Edward assumes everything will go smoothly. All right. Again, Edward's assurance exudes confidence, right? And his confidence makes you happy. All right. Now, moving forward. All right. Let's say you chose that estimator, right? Edward, the estimator, you chose him. All right. You chose that company. Moving forward, you have a contract agreement drafted with a scope of work and you move forward. You're excited and construction is about to start. The crew arrives early in the morning and you hear saws, hammers, debris flying in the air, dumpsters. Oh, man, you're seeing all types of activity until you hear an expletive on the job site. Oh, shh. We'll call it oh, shucks. We know what word we're talking about. Oh, shucks. Look at that. You hear this person on the job site. That joist is in bad shape. It's all it's rotten. Next you hear, oh, gosh. The water line is going to break in any day now. Great Scott, holy mackerel. That's some of those Batman words that you used to watch on Batman for for those that are in my age group can remember Batman. Holy mackerel, great Scott. This insulation is crappy. 
congratulations. You've just been introduced to Disaster Dave. Disaster Dave. Disaster Dave is the construction worker who loves to find existing conditions on your project, make the problem appear to be a huge problem, and make the case on how this disaster will cause a negative impact to your project. And find the means and create the story why they the company now needs extra money. Disaster Dave will put on a show. Disaster Dave is dramatic. The ultimate show, showman. Literally. Jumping up and down. Oh, it's a disaster. This thing is horrible. Oh, my goodness. Disaster Dave will then call Edward the Estimator in front of you, in front of the owner, and express how the project is a disaster and how there is no way he can do this project within the estimate that he was given. There's no way. Disaster Dave will then begin to demonize Edward the estimator in front of you. It's happened to me. Oh, this estimator is garbage. He didn't know what the hell he was looking at. All right. Edward the estimator constructed a bad estimate. Disaster Dave will call Edward the Estimator all types of names, incompetent, blind, stupid, pathetic, lazy. I'm serious. I've seen it before. All right? Trying to draw separation between his work and the estimate. All right? You're witnessing all of this, and you don't know what to think. Seriously, I'm like, what the heck is going on? All right? All right. Now, you walk away and you're seeing the show, you know, it's like, wow, that, that was incredible. You go get a glass of water or a sandwich and your phone rings. And guess who's calling you? It's Change Order Charlie or Triple C. Triple C has called to give you the bad news. Triple C says, you know what? Due to existing site conditions and the bad condition of your home, we're going to need an extra 20,000 bucks. Yes. Um, Disaster Day discovered items that need to be fixed that are not part of our contract agreement. We're so lucky Disaster Dave found these issues because they could have led to bigger problems in the future. Hmm. Interesting. You are now pissed to the top of your mind. Remember in our introductory podcast if you haven't pretty good episode to listen to we talked about going from glad sad to mad right now you're in between sad and mad you're not happy remember you remember showing your project to edward the estimator edward the estimator assured you that he was experienced and considered all variables in his estimate to include typical unforeseen site conditions all right this is a hint. Edward actually just told you enough so they could land the project. Remember our baseline. Contractors need to land jobs, all right? They need to land jobs in order to become profitable. So they're not, they're not necessarily going to try to tell you everything up front. They're trying to land a job, all right? Edward knew, but this is the thing. Edward knew that Disaster Dave would find change orders later so that the project could be more profitable for the contractor, all right? All right? I've been on a project where there were several disaster days. 
You hear all types of cursing, grumbling, foot stomping, etc. You hear the estimator is scum, horrible, a person who doesn't know real construction, doesn't know how to build projects. This is a psychological trick in order to make change order Charlie's job easier. All right. So that's the story. But this is the nitty gritty. How do you combat Edward the Estimator and Disaster Dave? All right. One, when you are obtaining your three estimates, and please always obtain three estimates, at least three estimates, ask for a typical unforeseen change list. All right. If the contractor. All right. Is skilled in this type of work, they should have a list of typical things that they see that are unforeseen. For instance, and this is a simple example. Most of the time, anytime you're getting a roof replaced by a contractor, any good roofing contractor is going to say, hey, this is our allowance for um, rotten wood that we may have to replace above and beyond the shingles. And this is what it costs so much for the roof replacement if we have to go above and beyond the shingles. That's a typical example. Someone or a contractor that is experienced in their line of work. All right. All right. If the contractor seems clueless in regards to typical things that they may find, run, run, run. All right. Run. All right. You know, again, again, another example, when I was doing remodeling work in Baltimore, Maryland, you know, flipping houses, et cetera, it was typical that there could be additional plumbing work. And some of the electrical work would have to be replaced. They, you know, the contractors just knew this based on the age of the home, looking at the panels, et cetera. All right. And this was critical because it allowed me to do some financial, you know, planning. So my project wouldn't stall. Okay. All right. A good contractor should be able to look at that immediately. Number two, have someone who was experienced to give you an opinion on what to expect. This is a critical hint. A local home inspector is a good source to obtain this information. Paying for a home inspector, and this may only cost you a couple of hundred bucks, could actually save you thousands of bucks. In fact, I've paid a home inspector to perform a full inspection on my property prior, prior, before, prior to receiving three estimates. Because now I'm able to infuse this knowledge, this true knowledge about my home. I'm able to infuse that into my construction documents, into my scope of work. All right. I can infuse that. You know, a lot of things that the home inspector might come up with is the water pressure is bad in the back bathroom. Okay. And that might say, okay, there might be a plumbing problem there that we need to be um, wary of and, and need to investigate further. A sag in the um, four-year um, roof could indicate hidden water damage, all right? A sag, you know, a, a sag in the floor in the kitchen could indicate prior water damage and damage to the plywood flooring or whatever flooring is there, all right? Faulty breakers could, could indicate antiquated wiring and the electric service needs to be updated. All this is going to be in your home in your home report, all right? There could be a treasure of stuff that could be discovered in that home report. Don't skimp on, skimp on a couple of hundred bucks and then get surprised with thousands of bucks later, all right? All right, number three, once any possible future changes are identified, receive, receive pricing up front to perform that work, all right? 
This is almost going back to point number one, but contractors can provide a fixed price or unit price, a unit price um, being the linear foot or square foot, um, you know, price um, in the worst case time and material. But you want to have that agreement of what it's going to cost you up front. All right. Remember, contractors are trying to win the job up front. So they're going to be more nice. They're going to show you better pricing up front. Because trust me, if you get the pricing on the back end, that price is going to be inflated big time. All right. That's where the big profits start coming in for the contractors. All right. So this is a key tip. Stay on offense. You are the owner of the property. All right. You take charge and lead your project across the finish line. These are tips to stay on the offense. All right. Well, there you have it. This episode is a wrap. Feel good about yourself. You took the time to learn. Acting on this information you learn gives you a fighting chance against project chaos, money loss, continuous stress, or greedy, unethical contractors. If you know someone who needs help, invite them to listen. Let's look out for one another and build a strong community of homeowners who want a dream renovation or remodeling project. Make sure, please, that you subscribe to Build a Coach on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. For more information, visit buildacoach.com forward slash podcast. Please, if you know anyone, again, who, who wants to listen, please, please, please invite them to listen. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review that helps us grow the audience and reach other people who need help. Until next time, may your dream renovation become a reality. Please understand that every construction project is unique. Therefore, the lessons, teachings, and principles expressed in this podcast need to be tailored to your individual project. Any advice or information expressed in this podcast is intended to inform, educate, and teach. All advice and information is based on experience, research, and opinion.